Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, I'm Kim Marcellus, Senior Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News. Many providers are anxiously awaiting August 1st, when CMS will officially stop enforcing a federal COVID vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. But even with required shots dropped, there's no shortage of questions about how to keep staff and residents up to date on COVID vaccines. Today, we're taking a look at some of the legal concerns regarding future vaccination efforts. Joining me is Erin McLaughlin, an attorney specializing in labor and employment law for Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney. Thanks for being here, Erin. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So let's start at the, the beginning. Everyone obviously has been dealing with the mandate for the last a year and a half or so. So what does the end of the vaccine mandate mean for nursing homes from an employment standpoint? From an employment standpoint, it, it probably makes things easier as an employer for the nursing homes. It also will broaden potentially the pool of applicants they have to draw from. Staffing has been a challenge in the healthcare industry, certainly throughout the pandemic and it continues. The result of that is, to the extent vaccines are no longer required, it will broaden the applicant pool from which nursing homes will be able to hire. So this is the end of the federal mandate. We also know there were quite a few states that adopted their own requirements for healthcare workers. Have we seen most or all of those states take back their requirements as well? Most, if not all of the states have eliminated their requirements. There may be a few left that have them in specific industries, but very few still exist. Okay. So even as this mandate goes away, CMS has been very clear about, we still expect you to educate and offer. They want to keep the pressure on. They're going to be tracking more data than ever in regards to -to up-to-date status. So can healthcare facilities still require employees to get the COVID vaccine? and boosters outside of this federal law that supported that? I'm gonna give you my favorite lawyer answer and that's it depends. It's gonna depend on what state you're in. A number of states during the pandemic actually enacted laws banning COVID vaccine mandates by employers. So in the event that you're in one of those states, you're gonna have to check your state law to determine whether or not you can require your employees in the absence of a federal mandate to get a vaccine. And in if you're in a state that you could still mandate vaccinations or make employment decisions based upon a vaccination status, then you're going to have to account for accommodation. So do we need to accommodate based upon sincerely held religious beliefs? Do we need to accommodate based on a disability that would interfere with the individual's ability to be vaccinated? And so you'll still have to comply with all of those requirements as well. So let's switch and talk a little bit about if you are a provider who is in a state where it's allowed and you want to keep a mandate in place at your workplace, what legal challenges could you now face? And then what do you do to protect yourselves in terms of policy procedures, all that good stuff? If you are in a state which would allow you to have a vaccine mandate for your workers, you're still going to have to comply with the requirements under both the Americans with Disabilities Act and Title VII as it relates to religious accommodations, which have just been expanded by the Supreme Court. So you will have to continue to have really good processes and procedures in place to deal with potential accommodations. 
And do you need to reevaluate those given the current environment? Because people may have adopted the policies and procedures that they have now before we even had a federal mandate. Is it a good idea to go back and review? And are there certain things you want to look for? Absolutely. It is a good idea to review your processes and procedures in that regard. You know, you want to make sure that the practice and the procedure that you're using when evaluating accommodation requests doesn't expose you to potential liability under either of the discrimination laws. It's very likely if somebody has a note from a a physician that states that due to a disability, they are unable to get the vaccine, that you're going to have to accommodate that in some way. And you're going to have to be creative in that accommodation. Likewise, if somebody has a sincerely held religious belief, given the Supreme Court's ruling, you will also have to accommodate that really unless it has a severe impact on your business. And I think some of those accommodations have included reassigning to similar jobs that are maybe not patient facing or putting those employees only in non-outbreak areas, things like that. Are those types of things still in play? They are. All of those could be reasonable accommodations. You know, reasonable accommodations are very circumstance specific. So what may be reasonable in one instance may not be reasonable in another. So you're going to really need to evaluate what restrictions the employee has and what the employee does, what their job duties and responsibilities are, and determine, okay, can we accommodate this person such that if we provide an accommodation, they'll still be able to perform the essential functions of the job. Given that there is no longer a federal mandate, it may be difficult to take the position on the part of the employer that the employee is no longer qualified. All right. So the last question is probably one that's on everybody's mind because as excited as even those who have embraced the vaccine mandate, the people who thought that was a good move at the time, I think they're still excited to see it go away because of the hiring issue. The law hasn't changed. CMS still has the right validated by the Supreme Court to have this rule. So are there circumstances that might cause it to come back and and the same federal vaccine requirement could live again another day? Absolutely. Certainly with respect to COVID in particular, if you see a surge or an outbreak, I do think that there's the potential maybe in the fall and winter for us to see a resurgence here, depending on the severity of the outbreak. And likewise, given what we've learned during the pandemic, it's possible that there would be another pandemic that would result in a required vaccine mandate. So I think the good news is we've learned a lot from COVID. We learned a lot about vaccine mandates, how to implement them, the considerations and the concerns, the result of which is hopefully healthcare employers will be better prepared if and when we have to do this again. And as we know, CMS will be watching those rates. And if they fall off, I think there's going to be some real questions and concerns about protection, not just of your staff, but of the residents that the staff is caring for. So a lot rides on this for sure. Definitely. All right, Erin, well, we've covered the bases least in the briefest possible way today. So I really appreciate your guidance and expertise as we begin this next stage of nursing home staff vaccinations. For now, this is Kim Marcellus with McKnight's. Have a great day. Thanks, Kim. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit mcknights.com.